close my mouth, it won't be fatal. So that's why we have to humble ourselves sometimes, you know. Uh, just wait on God uh, or just pull back. When you know your emotions, you're ready to stir up, pull back. I do. Sometimes I get so mad, I just be talking. I go to my room, I'm talking to myself. So I'm trying to put myself back in a place that I can hear the Lord. I'm trying to put myself back in that place. But if Jesus called as a child, from all that the disciples came to him, you know, Jesus worked with what? Pearls. He always used pearls. And as I say today, if you really listen, we use parables too. If you really listen, we want to get our point across. You know, we use that parable. I mean, like I said, just like you saying, a closed mouth won't be fed. You know, if you ask questions, the disciples, if they wouldn't ask questions, they get that never the answer. So they had to ask the question. You know, who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called his little child, you know, in the midst of them, and he sent him in the midst of called by the little child. Now, here you are calling out a child. God, are you calling the children? He's not saying to be childish, but I'm saying to be as a child. So children have childish ways too. But as a child, there are two personalities. That you have two little personalities. Don't we have two little personalities? We have a little personality to be humble. Like my husband kept saying, I can be humble. But when I'm driving, people acting crazy, I can be childish too. So we have those two in between. We're humble, we're a child, and then we come out and be a childish. And then you know that that childish will come out of us. So, he said, he said, in the midst of it, he said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted, you turn and become a little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And I pray, God, look at you. We got to turn and go back and act like a child. I'm not saying, I just said, be humble. Be able to listen. Want to learn. You know, ask questions like you're doing, you know, and, and, and uh, stay uh, to a point that you can hear, you know. Uh, if you look at a child, a child value their parents. And back then, you got to understand the Jews, they love their children. Oh, the Jews, they, they, they love their kids. But there was a time the kid had to speak, and there was a time the kid had to be quiet. And that's what mom and mom tell us. You know, and here, and I, this is what I did, but I'm not, just here. Jesus called the children, and he put the, ch the children in the midst of them, he did a talk. But if my parent was talking, they made us go, what, outside, <laughs> or go to your room. So they didn't want to do a month their conversation. Now I can't say, oh, I see why. Because their conversation wasn't holy. The conversation could be on something that we need to talk about. So they sent us away, you know. So I'm like, wow, you know, the conversation was getting good, pretty good. Sometimes I was like, close your mouth, go to your room. Because we've been really all into it. And now you got kids these days, listen to parents say anything, everything, what they want to do. I'll be that faithful little girl. I say no more than three years old. And she had, I don't know, something they were talking to her. Little girl was going off. You know, where she was saying, she was going off. And at the end, like I, said, I, I thought I heard her say, shut your mouth then. <laughs> that would, wow. kid would tell you where to get off. <laughs> they would let you know. I was a boy that he look at here that push his lip out and said, I'm mad. I said, okay, you be okay. No, I'm mad. Okay, it's okay to be mad, but it's not okay to hit, okay? You can be mad with no hit. I'm mad at you, Miss Lucas. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> so the mother came home to the boy and said something. And the daddy said something. The boy said, I don't care. And the daddy got mad. And he said, You picked him up. You can't know he did that from me. So he told me he was mad. I told him, I don't. And me, I don't care. Go over there and sit down. You know, I hate you, Miss Lucas. Well, you can hate me, but you guess what? You, you better respect me. I don't care that you hate me, but you better respect me. And see, this is what I'm talking about. They talk about the teacher, but what we have to do is go back and redirect your child. And it, well, you should handle the situation and say, I don't know what to do with his temper. You better control it now. Control that temper now. 
And this is what Jesus said, if you're not humbling yourself as a child, if you're not uh, listening or, or, or want to be fed, and when, when I got this, you know, sometimes when apostles come, uh, a prophet come, a prophet come, and they prophesy to us, that's what we need to humble ourselves. So every time a prophet or a prophet come to you, it's not going to be able always what you want to hear. There will be some negative things that you don't want to hear. That's when you got to humble yourself and listen. You know, I'm not saying you might take it in, but you got to listen, humble yourself. Why? Because number one, this is what I do. I'm, I, I, I can talk about me. I'm not because I can talk about me. When a prophecy comes that I don't understand, and I'm not uh, uh, going, I'm not feeling what you're saying, or I, I know it's not me because I know who I am, then I'll wait until church is over. Then I'll go and I'll check that preacher's hand and say, Good word. But I have a question I need to ask you. And it's kind of what the disciples did. I have a question that I need to ask you. And I said, I'm not understanding what you're saying. But I don't feel that it's me. Because when prophecy go around, when a prophecy come out, like we all do this little group right here, it might be, if I'm close to your mother and a prophecy comes, it could be mother's prophecy. It could be about her. But you put it on me because you don't know which one is prophet. I don't know the prophet out the word is out there. So if God tell you to go back and tell me some of the things I have done or some of the things that make me go back and say, oh, yeah, this is the true prophet. But you want to just come and throw something at me and I know it's not me. I'm going to need somebody else around me. You know, you know what I mean? It's somebody around me that, that can talk to you. It's not me. It's not me. So you're not going to embarrass that uh, preacher. You're not going to go wild on that preacher or turn into, like I say, Shirley in, in that, you know what I'm saying, in that place. You're going to wait after and then you're going to go, you let that prophecy know, hey, this is, a, this is not the right time. This is not the right, you know. Um, when you say what you said, it, it, it hurt me. It, it's okay to say it hurt me because I feel like I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can. But now for you to say this, it hurt me because I want to know what my downfall is. And that's why I pull you over. You know, to talk to you because I want to know what did you, what did God say? And so when I did, I was home. I'm, my mind mumbling. It, it, it kept on trying to find out where this came from. And I hear the Spirit say, "Did I say that to you? Did I tell you that?" And I that's when I find out a confirmation is what you already know. <laughs> did I tell you that? And I said, "No, Lord." He said, "Well, don't worry about it. Go to sleep." And he put me to sleep. But right here. We gotta humble ourselves after the children and be and turn around and become uh that we will not be, if we don't, we will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. We will not. That's just to it. You will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So sometimes when the kid look at the child and learn. I learned so much from Ava just listen to her sometimes. You know, when I'm feeling down, she's going to be all right. You know, because sometimes when you sick, right? When you're trying to be going through some stuff <laughs> and you really hurt. And, and you just don't want to hear nothing. No. But a child will come to you and they know how to get to you. Because what they think she'll do is she'll get abundantly. And she got to be You know, she said, I love you, Green. It'd be alright. It'd be alright, Green. I'm praying. And she'll say, I'm praying for you, Green. And I'm like, yeah, you don't need to be praying. And she said, I'm praying for you, Green. So that let me know how, you know, a child is. They want to reach out, but they first got to trust you. And that's what I try to teach at school. They they're coming in crying and going up because we're strangers. And they try to trust, they, they're testing your patience. But see, I, me, I get on day one. <laughs> I handle it before they get to the classroom. I'm staying, I'm just looking. 
When your mama leaves you, guess what? I'm your mommy. And I'm here with everything that you need. I'm right here to help you the best I can. Let's look and love you. Let's be talking to the children. And this is our daddy right here. God, this is our God. He loves us. And once we turn up our old, what, habits, our old ways, our Father loves us. We can hear him. We can listen to him. We are humble. We'll take everything in. And that's what the children did. When Jesus got to talking, they sat around him and they were listening to him. And when your preacher comes, sometimes we go and say, oh, Lord, this is a long way to preach. I might go to so many places. Oh, I'll be glad when time is up. Like, oh, my God. I got this one. Lord, don't let me be long with it. <laughs> but God, <laughs> uh, help me. So I'm going to go on. If I want to say something about heaven, you got to be converted. Turn from your way. I tell people, if you have uh, is standing in this area, work on your weakest point. Don't stay on your strong point. Move to your weakest point. Work on that one. We all know that you love me. We all know you love the people. But we're going to point that, that, that make you want to latch out. The point that makes you want to say, hey, throw up the towel and say, hey, I'm I, I, I tired. You know, just give it up. Work on that point. Because you can't go to heaven with that anger. You can't take that heaven to a different place. Yes, I hear that we, we're all human. You know, that's that old flesh body, that old flesh man in us that rise up, amen, and calls us to try to hurt ourselves. Ain't hurt nobody around us, but we hurting ourselves. Why? Because we hugging and hugging at the big bad wolf, and that person going on enjoying their Jesus. Amen. And we are still wanting and holding on to something. Amen. Ooh, Lord, if I can just get next. Lord, just let, let a piece of me come out. God, you better hold that piece. <laughs> peace, I give unto you. <laughs> this, this peace I give. Not this word again, but I give. So you got to hold on to that peace that God has given you. I mean, sometimes you got to hold, you got to put like a temperature, put a bubble in. You got to put a bubble in your mouth. You got to put a bubble in it. And somebody goes, why you got that bubble? I'm holding my peace. Hello, somebody. I'm holding on to my peace. And if they got to read what it means by holding on to my peace, I mean, no weapon that for the gift. I'm hallelujah. For the gift is going to prosper. So I'm holding on to what God wants me to do. Hold my peace. Amen. And be humble. Amen. Uh, what do you want to say? I'm just listening to everything you said. It's so correct, so right. And, it's, and it says, and verily I said unto you, except you be converted, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you have to have a, a change of heart, mm-hmm. a change of mind. And then even being so, it said, Jesus told him, you come as a child. And, and our uh, devotional also it said that Jesus uh, was sitting around with the children, mm-hmm. you know, talking to them and the disciples. Start trying to run him away, like you know. Well, and he said he rebuked him. He said no, and you know Jesus, the reason why Jesus wants us, and the Lord wants us to be humble. If we arrogant, if we think we know everything, we can't. We're not teachable. How can God you teach somebody and show somebody when they talk before you can talk? Because they know everything, and so this is why I said.
And you know that if you don't train them up, and you, you in other words, you training them and saying one thing to them, but you doing another. That's confusing. It's confusing to an adult. So of course it would be confusing to a child. So this is why Jesus says, humble yourself. And this is why he tells us, we got to be converted. And then the third, it says, become like good children. If you don't, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And you can you can see an adult being a hypocrite. But you can't look at a child and see a child be a hypocrite. But an adult, they'll fake stuff and know that they are right. This is what Jesus is talking about. Being a hypocrite, because it says, what it implies when he says, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. He's talking about your hypocrite attitude. Mm -hmm. You've got to be converted and be real in God. Because mm -hmm. even if you fool people, you can never fool God. You know the difference. And when I think we read this before first, mm -hmm. whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. He's answering the disciples' question. It's not about y'all. It's not about who's better than each other and who and all of that. It's about you need to humble your attitude. That's what he's telling you. Humble yourself. You can say it like saying it to a man of God. Humble yourself. Like you would tell a women of God. Humble yourself. Don't get so haughty and proud that you can't hear the Lord. And what do God say about the, you know, animosity or high-minded spirit? He despises it. He despises it. He don't like it. So that teaches us, Lord, we used to hear the old folks say, and I find myself saying it, Lord, if I'm too high, bring me down. Because I know if I get too high and I think I'm all of that, you can't use me because I can't hear you. You know, and, and really, Pastor, in order to hear God, you've got to have a humble and a loving spirit because He can't dwell with you when you, you know, He can't tell you, go to that sister or go to that brother because you sit there with your own attitude. You know, look at them out of you, God can't use you like that. He's not going to even try. So, this is what I get out of it for me. For me. Charlie, stay in a position. Stay humble and in a position where God can use you. See, look, we have to learn. Don't let people pump you up. Oh, girl, you know, you, I heard this. Or you did this to God. Be the glory. I haven't done nothing. If God done something in me, praise God. Not me. You have to learn to stay humble. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and kind of smile when you said about uh, uh, how the children, how parents, you know, when a child comes to a parent, they ask the parents something. And uh, parents, I think you said being hypocrite, right? A parent sometimes switch on you. But then they got the same saying again, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Mommy tells us many times, you know, we like, well, mama, do as I say, not as I do. Because we'll see her physically and we'll try to remind her and she get mad. She get mad at <laughs> you do what I say, not that I do. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So they were teaching us too, but that parables, okay. I'm 
not as many. Okay, I think it's okay. We think it's okay to do this. Okay, you want to smoke it? Okay, so we think it's okay. So me and my sister, so it's a cigarette. You know, and, and it's on time. I think they ain't gonna cut it out, but they had these the genius slim back then on TV. Yeah, they okay, had and she did. My kid too. And my grandma had this look. So my sister, she gonna take a pack of a cigarette and look, and I got one of mom's genius slim. And we gonna run to the back, and we had the little matching car. I think my had a matching stretch to match and throw it match down, but then we were picking and throw it again. Oh, we were puffing, but nobody told us let the smoke come out. So we tried to swallow the smoke. Oh wow! Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't try to swallow. <laughs> yeah, we just don't choke. Yeah, so can I say it? We smoked uh, smoke. Oh, and I know we got a giggle and acting crazy. And Mama said, "See this back there, cause we have sitting up, you know, to hide the cigarette." She can smell it. She can smell it. She can smell it. Now I ain't smoking. Who's smoking? All I know is we'll search we, that out. We were smoking. <laughs> she got crazy. <laughs> You know, take the smoke coming out of the other even though we choose to overdo. We say, Mommy, you do no, you do what I say, not as I do. She do things that's not presentable to us. We don't do. Just do what she's saying. That's what taught us because number one, we understand number one, even though we figured that out, we tried it out, it didn't work for us. And now thank God, neither one of us smoke, neither one of us holds any cigarette. They taught us at a young age. And that's what he's saying. As children, they gonna see what you know. They, I'm talking about now. They see what you're doing, and they gonna try it out. You know, somebody. Cause the boy told me, my mama flipped the, my mama do her finger, and I told the mama, he said he got it from you. Okay, he said he got it from you. And she, I'm gonna whip you. You know, I'm gonna whip you. You know that. See, now you should have told us. I'm sorry. I that's wrong. I won't do it no more. But she, I'm gonna whip you. See, she's gonna let them know when you do that, you're gonna whip it. So that's what you're in now. They get in this point. Whipping ain't gonna do me no It's no good. It's gonna come and it's gonna go. You know, it hurts why it's gonna, it's gonna leave pretty soon. You know, because when she said she's gonna whip it, he came back the next day, flipping, he's still flipping. So I said, okay, one day I'm gonna grab me a little play doh finger, and I'm gonna put some little fingernails apart somewhere, and I'm gonna put it on a plastic bag, and say, this is what happened to the finger that flipped it last time at me. I'm gonna hold it in the bag. I'm scared. This is what happened. So we gotta say, yeah, I'm gonna put on fix that little finger, play little finger real good. And this is what happened to the last kid that bought me a finger, okay? So he always throwing in the finger. He knew the teacher, not the children, the teachers. Even the press be throwing the finger. And then they just laugh. Did you see him? I said, girl, I'm so tired of that finger. Oh, if I say something to him, that's what I think. Why won't fix it though? I'm just asking him, wait, I'm waiting on him. Let mama know what I'm gonna do. So he go home and have a nightmare. Yes, man, I'm sorry, pray for me. You know, <laughs> pray for me. I had to try to stop him some kind of way. We got to understand, like I said, if you got a hole above in your mind, if you got to get a piece of gum or something when you get mad, or, or you got to run to your room and just stay in, and like I said, holler in the pillow, do something. I go to my room, I rock. It's mine, coming down. I'm rocking myself back into it to a point that, Lord, keep me in the center of your will. Keep me in the center of your will. I'm always saying, Lord, keep me, Father. Well, Lord, I want to be right. I want to do things right. The Lord, this flesh come up because you can say the spirit is winning, but the what? The flesh is weak. You all are saying that. So, therefore, I'm asking you when I get on my weakest point, put me back in the center of the world. I can hear you. You know, so that's what I got. We got to be humble, uh, people. God, stay humble best we can. And yes, we're not perfect. Yes, we're going to get irritated. Yes, we're going to get frustrated. We're going to get angry. We want to tell you a piece of our mind. I learned it from my mama. Keep your peace, but it might all you might have later on. 
to learn how to carry your peace. Work on that's your weakest point. You know, that's your weakest point. So if you're, you're you know, you, you, you get angry with that, work on that thing. You know, work on it. Because that thing becomes you to have a heart attack or a stroke. Work on that thing. You know, in the case of the devil does, sometimes the mind does. That means that this mind being you is also in Christ Jesus. We got to get this mind to line up with the word of God. Amen. So uh, that was my point to it. Now the fifth, sixth, and seventh verse. Fifth, sixth, and seventh verse. Somebody read that. And who shall receive one such a little child in my name? Receive it me. Six says. But whosoever shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, and uh, 6b, it were better for him that a milestone were hung about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Okay, yes. Let me be seven. Seven said, Woe unto the world because of offense, for it must need be the offense come. But woe to that man by whom the offense come. In the fifth verse, it says, And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. Jesus is talking about when we receive somebody humble, because a child is humble. And we receive a person for what they are. You know what I mean? Receive them for what they are. Don't be judging. Receive them for what they are. And and, and be attentive to what God is saying. You know, just because they're not living like we are, looking like we are, we can't just knock them down. We can't just, you know, even with people in the church still, people need learning. We all need to be taught. You know, and together, when we work together, we can learn. We can learn what God is saying and have that power to live it out. And it goes on and say, For whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it hooks on in to this B part. It were better, it were it were better for him that a milestone were hanged around his neck, and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Jesus is making this parable. That of this, this, this is hard. Now you don't want to receive people because you can't humble yourself, you know, to the level of loving people, loving one another. And you, if Jesus is saying, it'd be better for you than if a milestone had been tied around your neck and you be thrown into the depths of the sea. And it talked about this milestone in our lesson. It called it. It's like these two stones were like two pearls. And the upper stone they used to use to rotate and grind the grain so they'd be able to make bread and barley and wheat. But they were heavy, like big bricks. Now who would want something like that? Just because you can't humble yourself and have the right kind of attitude. Who would want something like that tied around their neck and thrown into the sea? You know you're going to rob them. And if you die, then you can't get up. So Jesus is saying our attitude has got to be right. Because we're drawing our own self in drama and mess and wrong thinking. You know, 
We're so busy, even in the church now, so busy manipulating, pointing fingers. But we got fingers pointing right back at us. Till we miss what the church is supposed to be doing. They're not supposed to be looking down on people. They're not supposed to be not having love for one another. God is love. Where is the love? Where is the humbleness in us? We too busy talking about each other, putting each other down. This is why Jesus said it'd be better for you to be in the bottom of the sea. You're not accomplishing nothing. So go on down there and stay down there where you can't even get up with that or whatever. What it happened to you like now. You may not be thrown into the sea, but you'll be thrown into hell. Because we got to change our attitude. You know, and I, I'm speaking for myself because it's a learning process for me. Because I'm going to tell you something, I want to go to hell. I'm not playing with my life. You know, just living it to show off or be seen. No, no, no. I want to go to heaven. So if I need to get a little bit more humble, God do it. Show me, you know, if I need to, you know, have some teaching them, sit back and be quiet or hush my mouth when I get angry, God teach me. But I'm telling you, Pastor, Lord knows this message is for me. <laughs> it is a process. You can be trying to be quiet. I told the Lord last night, I said, Lord, because I got upset about something. I said, Lord, I'm going to be quiet. Push my mom. I said, I asked Chester to have me some McDonald's since it out. A chicken sandwich. I like the chicken sandwiches and fries and something to drink. I told her, like Mama said, eat the food and let it shut your mouth. So I said, I'm sit in this room, God. And I'm going to say, I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm not saying nothing because the way I feel, the wrong thing gonna come out, God. It's gonna come out. Well, I put my bananas on. I'm sitting there eating my chicken sandwich and my fries, looking at my bananas. And I know that my baby girl cheated me the home. She was saying stuff to me, but see, I already got upset with her. And she was saying, and I said, mm, because I'm trying to humble myself. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, just like that. And she said, oh, what is wrong with you? What, what are you having? It's like, it's like you just open up the cage and the loud is going to come out. You know? <laughs> I said, well, let me tell you something right now. Okay. I was sitting, I said, I'm thinking of trying to mind my own business. Here you poke, 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 poke at me. I said, try to be, I'm trying. She said, what are you doing? I said, you told me you were going to fix me some nachos. And I said, I'm sitting in there. She said, mama, it ain't that late. I said, I had to have just to send me some food over here. I'm hungry. It wasn't even I'm waiting on them nachos. It's just like what I'm supposed to be speaking about today. Lord have mercy. You have to watch that sucker. Say, oh, yeah. I'm telling y'all. He will uh, not be wore out because when you're not, you haven't been exercising. You, you are 